This week on the Digital Marketing Scoop, we're talking with Shauna Doyle all about building your personal brand in the influencer space. Shona, very welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks so much for having me. So you're a Instagrammer, YouTuber, blogger, yeah. and overall influencer in, yeah. in Cork. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us tell us a bit ab- about it and how you got into it. So I always kind of loved the whole idea of it. I was more kind of like into YouTube when I was younger, you know, like watching like Gen X Pen and all the Australian kind of YouTubers and stuff. And I always wanted to get into it. And I remember even when I was really young, my dad got me like a tripod and a camera and I used to do like stop motion music videos. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd take loads of pictures and put music behind them, which I'm thinking back on it now. But I used <laughs> to put them off and I was thought I was so cool. But um, then after a while, I just got into more Instagram as that took off, just putting up like really organic posts like out through the days. And then when I got my job in Mac... We had to uh, do like really themed makeup depending on what it was. So like St. Patrick's Day, you'd have all green makeup on. And um, I started in May, so it was around festival season. So like Thursdays and Tuesdays, we do like themed days. So I just, just pop up pictures of the mad makeup that you spent hours doing. And then it kind of just took off from there. Um, the main thing that got me spiraling was the day the Sosumi Tan came out. Um, mm. I literally forced my dad to go get it for me because I was in college and I was like go down I literally had rang Macaulay's and I was like save me one so he went down and picked it up and um, they sold out literally a day and I was like one of the first people to put up a review so literally the second I got it I literally ran home from college and like was putting it on doing a review and then her team got on to me it was just like we loved your review it was one of the first ones that was up we'd love to send you some product and then I just kind of started building a relationship with them and other brands and yeah wow yeah and before that the 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 tan basically mm-hmm. was there had you done much before that no nothing at all so, so that I, really like jump yeah, started I kind of everything even considered myself a blogger before that and even when I did start getting sent stuff from them I was still like this could just be like a fluke you know what yeah. I mean I didn't know if it was actually going to take off but no after that I was really lucky and um, I started reaching out to more brands and slowly but surely they started saying oh yeah we can give you like some things for gifting for reviews or like discount codes and stuff and I started doing more giveaways and then my page just started growing and and I was really lucky. I had actually like spiked really fast. It went from like 2,000 to 5,000 in like three months or something, which oh, was yeah. good going. Yeah. And I got nominated for one of the best newcomer bloggers in Ireland as well in that five or six Brilliant. months. Yeah. So that was um, insane. And then after that, it just kept going. And then I went full time in July. So Brilliant. Yeah, it, was, it was fast. <laughs> yeah. That, that's amazing, though, how like one post, one day yeah, that triggers yeah, everything definitely. from there. And like yeah. there's been other things in the meantime, obviously, that have led to different things. But that's kind of like the one that stands out in my head the most. So, yeah, I have my dad to thank. I actually did an interview with RSVP and they had the headline as Cork Blogger thanks her dad for her career. <laughs> and he's just delighted with that now. He's like, all my chauffeuring is paid off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm such a daddy's girl. I was like, I'd say everyone knows that. Like, he's like the only thing I talk about on my stories. The other day I walked in, you probably know I'm obsessed with David Dobrik, you yeah, know, the yeah. YouTuber. And I walked into the living room and he was like typing it into the Apple TV, being like, David Dobrik vlogs. And I actually couldn't <laughs> even contain myself. I was like, we're definitely turning into the same person. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Dad, thank for everything. <laughs> fair play to dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I suppose it's it's fair to say at the moment you're you're building a personal brand. Yeah, that's um, it. And do you find much of a, a difference between that and building let's say a company brand or a business mm, brand definitely like i was only saying a while ago that um we did a seminar last night in college on like pure and stuff and up she raises you know oh, yeah, yeah. she was t- talking about how like she was 
someone else's brand for so long doing brand wagon and now it's like her own face as like up she rises and I think that's so like relatable for me like I think it would be you can put yourself out there more if you're like hiding behind something nearly but when it's like so intertwined with your personal life I suppose it can be a little bit harder but at the same time I actually like that because you don't have to like follow any script or like put up a persona you can just be yourself which can be good and bad I suppose sometimes like I'd say sometimes they put up things that are way too personal but I like just being able to be myself and putting myself out there as me as opposed to on behalf of someone else's like company or something and it comes across much more authentic as it well does. and even though I'm studying pure like I always say like I'm never going and end up working for someone else like once you start working for yourself <laughs> at such a young age like it's in my genes my dad worked for himself since he was 17 like yeah. so mm. I have um, a lot to keep up with now <laughs> yeah. I have like what 50 years left of working me yeah. so um, no yeah I'm just so happy that I'm like given these opportunities like I always say whenever I'm interviewed like there's not many people who are like in the same range followers wise as me who are capable of doing um, it full time because it's just so hard it's such an yeah. like unstable unsecure kind of industry no one really knows where it's going so it's obviously a lot easier when you're a big name with big followers so I'm really lucky that brands did see potential in me like day one and I think I'm just so eager as well I have a lot of drive like I'm pestering people constantly with emails like following up and everything and I think that comes across as well because I actually do love it so much and it's not just for the like free stuff or let's yeah. say the fame or whatever because I don't see it as that at all like even when people say influencer I literally never see myself as like an influencer I just yeah. see it more as like someone who creates content and puts it out there and hopes for the best yeah. you know so um yeah everything's going well have yeah. you have you jumped into TikTok yet actually yeah I oh, yeah? have but just kind of for fun not yeah. for like I share some of them onto my Instagram, but they're mostly just funny ones. Like, I don't think I'd ever be doing, like, a brand collab on TikTok. Well, yeah. you never know. You never know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It seems to be really taking off. But no, Instagram's my main one, but I'm actually yeah. hoping YouTube will turn into my main one. Because I actually yeah. prefer YouTube. It's just, it's hard to kind of get people to move over, you know? Yeah, so I mean... Yeah. to cause it create a whole new audience nearly yeah. but the great thing with youtube is the the long form content you, you know you can tell yeah. stories and do longer mm-hmm. product 100%. reviews there's there's just there's so much you can do with it yeah um yeah. and of course you can monetize on it as well yeah, so yeah, it's actually yeah. a, even though a monetization there. now on youtube you'll be lucky to have two or within a year <laughs> <laughs> it'll be interesting to see we were discussing it last week podcast with yeah. igtv monetizing because well, that'll be yeah because even as someone who does as their full-time job you're relying on let's say your brand clubs like the i make way more like free content as opposed to yeah paid content you know so i think it'd be a really great kind of initiative for um, Instagram to do to have like even let's yeah. say you're two euro a year but it still gives you a bit of motivation it's your you know? incentive then to create long form content exactly. on the platform yeah, too yeah it. because like it can be really hard like filming mm. one video after the other and having to put them up and kind of getting nothing back but yeah and it's the editing and all everything that yeah, goes into it as well as all. but I actually that's what I like about it I think that's yeah. why I prefer YouTube I, I think it's way more fulfilling seeing something done and edited after spending yeah. ages doing it whereas like I don't even think of like throwing up stories is yeah. like a job do you know what I mean I'm just like having a chat whereas with YouTube yeah as you when I do YouTube I like have my little setup like this and I sit down have more of a plan yeah but um yeah it's a it's a lot of work it's a it takes a lot of time especially when you're doing a master's as well but at least I'll be nearly done that soon yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> in terms of of starting up and putting yourself out there mm-hmm. did you did you have reservations against that or did it just kind of come naturally to you? And I think that is a big barrier for a lot of people mm-hmm. is they might have these great ideas, yeah. they might have a business already, but they're just mm-hmm. kind of afraid to put themselves out there. Yeah. Do you no, have any I advice for them that? A, yeah, definitely advice. I never had the fear, thank God. Um, <laughs> I think, I suppose, as you get bigger, it might come with that. Like, you know, when there's more eyes watching, it might give you a little bit of a fear. And yeah. obviously, um, as you get bigger as well, maybe, I actually don't know, but I presume maybe brands have guidelines being like, you can't say this, you can't do that. <laughs> but I, for me, I just like, 
do whatever I want, say whatever I want. And I think the people who want to see that will stay. And if they don't like me for being, let's say me, then I don't want them to follow me anyway. anyway. And the same with brands. Like I don't only want to work with brands that would like me for what I do naturally. Like if they were saying, oh, we're not going to work with you unless you stop doing that or stop saying that, then it's just not a right match, you know? And I think as a blogger or an influencer, your main, let's say, job is to create content that will benefit everyone, you know, that there's no point in doing things if your audience isn't going to like it. Like they're your main like stakeholder, I suppose you could say. And how have you found working with Brands of Are they giving you kind of leeway to do what Completely. you want to do? Yeah, They're not yeah. Like, 100%, okay, which is yeah. great because that's what I, that's the whole fun of it is being creative and getting to use your imagination. Like, should there be no fun or creativity or anything needed if a brand just said, say this, do this, you know? Yeah. So it's coming up with the ideas is the fun part and actually putting it into action. So I'm really lucky that way. Yeah, yeah. The, and the other thing as well is that we've said it before as well with it it probably won't work for the brand if they don't give you that mm. creative freedom yeah, because definitely. your audience well, sometimes knows. of course now there'd be like um, a brief or something well, like of, the yeah. idea that they're trying to focus on but yeah. more likely than not they're always going to say we trust your creative opinion work away and then of course you have to send them over for approval yeah. and stuff and whatever else but no I've been really lucky especially yeah. Smooch is one of my favourite brands to work with I've been working with them yeah. since last summer and like we do really really fun things like they give me so much like room for freedom like I even started doing YouTube with them which is great because Brilliant. I said straight out to them I was like I really want to focus on YouTube and like they even though I don't have a lot of followers over there they were like yeah work away like we yeah. we trust you and stuff and I have a really great relationship with them so that's really good as well and I like how we don't have to always like fo- focus on ice cream even though it's an ice cream brand like they give me just like kind of ideas yeah. and then we we work really well together so yeah that's really good They're I just think one it, of my yeah. favorites to work with just because they do give me that like so much creativity yeah yeah I think if the as well like if you put up a post that was branded yeah. and was really heavily influenced by the brand the people would likely scroll past mm-hmm. it maybe not even for yeah. a second realize it was you do you know yeah, and just, just kind like of yeah yeah just looks like an ad like, yeah people don't like ads screaming ads you know what i mean and i think that's why um influencer marketing probably does work better than like tv ads because i even know myself i like skip through them or go out yeah. to get like something from the kitchen yeah. whereas like even if i see ad on one of my favorite bloggers posts i'll read through because i'm like they're similar to me. They've similar interests. Like, yeah, yeah, you can kind of relate to it a bit more. And obviously everyone needs to make a living at the end of the day. I know there's like pros and cons of people doing ads, but it's a job, you know, at the end of the day. And everyone, there's ads on radio, there's yeah. ads on podcasts, you know. So it's just part of it, I suppose. And I think once you're staying true to your brand and your audience, there's not an issue with it. That's the and thing. Like, that's things the that you'd actually use anyway. Yeah. And I always do that. Like if someone gets onto me, I'll use it a hundred times over and make sure I like it just because you don't want to be the one responsible either, you know. Yeah, so yeah. it falls back on you either way. There's no benefit in promoting something just for money it shows through and you end up losing out in the long run so that's the better thing. off being yeah. true <laughs> yeah yeah how is the the influencer space in cork at the moment is there a lot of is there a lot of people how can i put it is there is it growing basically do you yeah, think in definitely. terms of and people mm-hmm. are getting more attention from brands yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, cork is always going to be smaller because dublin is yeah. like the most yeah. saturated place you know um I, I'd love to move to Dublin in the future just because I miss out on so many events and events is the most important thing about blogging is networking making friends in the industry making friends with pure agency brands just putting yourself out there and pitching yourself in real life and um, so they can see what you're actually like you know and um, so yeah Dublin's good for that like I'm yeah. going to Dublin tomorrow actually but um, it's just so hard that I do miss out on things because obviously you can't 
go up to Dublin for half an hour breakfast lunch or something yeah you know? yeah but um no Cork is definitely um getting there um there's not a huge amount of people doing it but there's def- it's starting off I see a lot of people who are like sparking do you know what I mean who have like an interest yeah. in it and are putting themselves out there a lot of makeup artists now and like people interested in fashion which is great and um there's actually some events coming to Cork as well like oh, I cool. was at um, a publicity loft one now last week and they came to Cork and there was a good group of about 15 of us there so yeah all influencers are all yeah yeah from Cork yeah. And like that wasn't even everyone That was just um, There was two girls from Kerry But there's definitely um, A growth there Same with like Limerick yeah. and Galway It's definitely taking off I think Dublin will just always be The main But that's always going to be the it's case It's nearly you know, in yeah. every industry yeah. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully not Over time <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. <laughs> At least it's not too far away Like when you do have to go up and down But like I said I just miss out on so much Especially coming up to Christmas There's like Christmas parties yeah. on And I'm like I can't keep going up and down I have to learn to drive But still yeah. Drive all the way up Just to go to something And even though I always try Like f- a few things into one day like I remember one time I had something on at like nine o'clock in the morning in Dublin and something else on at eight so I just went up and spent the whole day there just to go to one in the morning and one at night and yeah. I only got to go to the one in the evening for like 20 minutes because I was going to miss the last train but it's all those like things that really count and like brands and pure agencies really appreciate it and they notice that you're making like your effort you know and I think there's a lot of like grind and kind of graft like I remember during Christmas when all my friends were like going back to college and stuff like we had a few extra weeks off like I was just like staying up so late like sending out emails before the new year came in just like introducing myself and saying loved work with you last year and stuff so it's a huge like admin kind of job as well like I think a lot of people think it's super glam but there's so much behind it like my dad sent me the dreaded you need to go to your accountant next week to um, text now the other day so there's like there's all that in it as well you know yeah. it's it's literally like running a one-woman business so yeah it's hard that way that's the thing people just don't see no. the behind see the, the video scene. And, that's, yeah. and yeah. That's, that's one thing i always say is when people say it's not a real job that's the one thing that just pisses me off so <laughs> much because they don't see like yeah sure i didn't start making money out of blogging until about a year in like you know and yeah even though that's fast compared to, i suppose in the whole industry thing like, yeah you start off very very minimum you know that's why i'm so lucky to be able to make my full-time job like bear in mind I live at home now I've barely no bills thanks to my dad <laughs> but um like it's not a possibility for everyone you know and if I wasn't if I yeah. had to pay like my college fees and live out of home or had kids or something like that wouldn't be a possibility like it's it's really really hard so it's it's amazing when people can do it full-time you know yeah and it's amazing there that you said it's all about it it did take a year before you were oh, able yeah. to even start monetizing yeah, on it yeah. and it's about that that you were able to stay consistent for that mm, year because yeah. that is there is a little yeah. bit of a sadness to that as well you know that I when actually at have the a video start, on yeah, YouTube yeah. with that because that's one thing that people always ask it's when you feel like you're getting so somewhere but you don't think you're it's kind of like I always call it like a nearly a bump that you have to get over it's yeah. like you're kind of doing something but you're kind of not people are kind of like who does she think she is but like brands <laughs> are kind of getting on to so I think once you get over that you yeah, can definitely yeah, yeah. you just have to keep the motivation but you can lose mood, motivation very easily like yeah the amount of times you get turned down are way more than the amount of times that you don't you yeah know, a lot of things fail or don't happen or fall through and yeah it's just about like you know keeping positive head I suppose yeah so. I remember um I was doing a training course before in a in a previous role and uh it was a sales guy and he said what he had is a sheet and uh, his goal was get to was to get to the hundred no's yeah so that because if he got a hundred no's he'd probably get two or three yeses <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. It, the Numbers goal game. was the hundred no's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah that's 100 yeah. a huge part of it and you just have to like not take it personally like sometimes they just don't have an opportunity for you or don't have budget yeah. left and I think even if you can take the opportunity that you're after introducing yourself, come back yeah. again maybe in a few months or the year after and 
just kind of keep note of everything, you know? Exactly, yeah. yeah. If there's some brands out there listening and they haven't started in the You're influencer like, marketing space, if they haven't worked with you, that's at the end. That's at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but if they if they want to get started just in the influencer space, mm-hmm. so from whether it's on their end, yeah. tracking it, monetizing mm-hmm. it, um, how how you would show them the results, that yeah. kind of thing. What kind of advice would you you have for them to kind of I suppose dip their toe into yeah. the into that side of things initially? Mm-hmm. I think um, affiliate kind of programs are linked to your best way because you're only um, giving away, let's say, a commission when you're benefiting. So it's not like a flat fee where even if you get no sales back, you're after losing out on whatever they're after yeah. charging. So with an affiliate program or affiliate link, um, you'd only give a commission when you're after kind of Selling gaining yourself. Yeah. yeah. So you could give it away. Of course, it depends on like the margin of the business. Like sometimes things are 1%. Sometimes you could get a decent amount. But I think that's definitely the best way to like dip your foot in or like affiliate codes as well. Or even if you didn't have budget to do affiliate um, codes, even just a normal code. So you can track like your, the followers would get discount but the blogger themselves doesn't get anything out of it it's a really good way of like tracking who's the most active who's the most engaged and you can kind of follow up on it that way and then obviously as your business grows and you have more budget if influencer marketing is something you want to get into then you can look into like maybe brand ambassadorships or flat fees and stuff because I find as well, um, the reason I like having like brand ambassadorships and monthly rolling things like smooches, it comes, it's like really authentic. It's something that I love, whereas yeah. sometimes it once off posts, even if it's something I love and I'll use it organically loads after, it can still look a little bit like, oh, but it was only kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's whereas not the when, consistency yeah, with when, it. Yeah, when there's consistency there and people know that you're always using it, even when there's not a hashtag ad there, that's what I love yeah. the most. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's the thing, I suppose, when you're working with a brand long-term like that, mm-hmm. without even knowing it, you'll end up talking about the brand because really, you have yeah, to be exactly. using it or whatever. I think it's really yeah. important to nearly... Um, love them organically first even yeah. before you talk about even doing affiliate things just because it's beneficial for everyone there's no point in putting a plan together and say yeah let's work together and no one's ever heard of them before the brand has never done influencer marketing before the blogger has never worked with the brand the audience never heard of it it just comes across really kind of like forced you know yeah, yeah. sometimes they work sometimes they don't it's it's again like i said it's very unstable it's very new everyone's still testing it you know like yeah. people in digital marketing don't know 100 what's working what's not working as of yet bloggers yeah. don't know you know it's just about trying and testing and i yeah. suppose we're so lucky that there is um, a huge way of checking metrics and analytics that it's a little bit easier to yeah, track yeah, it yeah. and trace it and stuff you know i noticed yeah. on that that's a great thing for brands to get started with is actually keeping an eye on who is already talking about their Definitely. products because mm-hmm. those people are likely the best people yeah, exactly. to get in touch yeah. with mm-hmm. as well yeah 100 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i think that's why press drops and stuff work so well yeah. because you could get like i don't know 20 persons a week let's say and if you post about one and you love it so much they're going to keep an eye on you as opposed to the one that you didn't open on for a week later you know yeah so it's about like creating those relationships early and like being appreciative of everything like of course there's a lot of yeah. perks that come with it along with all let's say there's a lot of slating i'm lucky i don't get that much but um like there's a lot of negative things that come up when yourself out there so you have to yeah. kind of be great for the perks but just like survive the negatives <laughs> as well you know yeah, yeah yeah that can be a hard part of anyone yeah. that's probably the biggest fear of anyone going and putting themselves yeah, out there as well yeah. you just have a have to have a really tough skin if you are going to put yourself out there but i think after all the tragedies and things that have happened the past few weeks and months and stuff that people are starting to cop yeah. on i know you know sabrina hill from copper she's doing a yes, really yes. great um kind of campaign herself called be accountable so every yeah. week she's sharing or every day she's sharing like three positive accounts and telling people to follow them because obviously with the algorithm on instagram if you're engaging with negative 
um, content or part of those anonymous groups, See you're more. actually giving them yeah. more fuel and more hype. Whereas yeah. if you're completely ignoring them and engaging with positive accounts, they're going to outweigh the negative, which is, I don't know how it took so like so long mm. to come up with this idea, but literally the second that sh- she said it, I was like, yes, this is actually making such a Fair big play. difference. Yeah, yeah, so she's flying. Yeah. She'd be a great person to get actually in on the podcast as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll jot that down. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's brilliant. She's really, really great. She talks a lot of like wisdom. Yeah. Because yeah, the last, uh, not not last, not today's episode last week's mm-hmm. episode was with Shan Horn and she yeah. said the exact same thing she was like all she interacts with on social media is positive yeah. and all she sees is positive exactly. and that makes a huge difference to yeah. even someone because a lot of people struggle with social media as well they don't mm-hmm. like to go on it and it affects people's yeah, anxiety and stuff as well but as a, a lot of it is back to that mm-hmm. again that whole point yeah I think that positivity. there definitely needs to be like more laws or something's actually there to yeah. hold people accountable because like when those anonymous accounts were up and running like it was ridiculous yeah. like people were really getting a bad doing and like it's one thing slating someone who's putting themselves out there but like people's like partners and kids and families you know it's just like there's a it's too far yeah, yeah yeah there's things that were said and oh I tried not to look at it but like you can only try so much and when people are sending things to you I was lucky there was only one or two not major things said about me but like I've seen things really bad be said and like it affects people as much as like you want to say it doesn't it does subconsciously nearly like even though to be honest I'd never really got upset about any of them it's still kind of like oh like do you know what I mean why would someone go out of their way and spend their time to type something so at least they're gone for now anyway yeah (laughs) Yeah. for now (laughs) yeah so, Sean, if anybody's out there, they're maybe a small business or a bigger business yeah. or an individual, and they're they're like, okay, we need to put a face to our brand, mm-hmm. maybe. What kind of what tip, like a couple of tips to get them started, maybe mm-hmm. just to get get them over the line and, and get them yeah. get them going. What would you advise them? Like face of their brand, as in like a, to put a blogger with it, or just so kind no, of like as a branding, in, as in for themselves. So we'll say, I've we'll say if someone owns a business, but they're they're doing all their social media content. We'll say is is they're just pushing out stuff. sales yeah, graphics yeah, yeah. Yeah. to put themselves out there mm-hmm. as an individual we'll say as the face of the, yeah. of the company what kind of advice would you have yeah definitely we talk a lot about that in college as well actually you know Stephen Rain yeah, yeah yeah brilliant he's been on he's one of my favourite yeah. lecturers he's brilliant but um, he was talking before about like how it's so important to literally for your employees to get involved like do you meet the team stories kind of talk about yeah. what they do and like people coming on and just going through the day and Pamela Kiley does that really well for uh, Johnson Imperialism yeah. yes she yeah. does she's yes, brilliant yeah. to that like and even though I know nothing about cars whatsoever like I, if I see her I'll still like watch it because she's just so good like she's like a little presenter so I think <laughs> definitely having like your employees involved and just showing a bit of fun too I think that um, sometimes corporate businesses or like big businesses think that they have to like be shirt and tie and like super serious and can't have fun whereas people actually engage better yeah. seeing like a little bit of fun and the employees getting to be involved so I think definitely use what you have as, as opposed to outsourcing you know yeah. yeah yeah. I think your employees know the most about your brand and are probably the most passionate about it so definitely putting them as the face of the brand I think is um, a good call yeah, yeah. and it's not cost you anything extra either yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and like they know the most about it as well you know they exactly, have the training yeah. and everything so it's just about getting over the fear of talking to the camera I think yeah. it's way um, less intimidating talking to your phone though as opposed to like even when like I do YouTube videos like I have no bother setting it up like that at home but like I'll never walk through town with like my vlogging camera out but then I'll walk yeah. through town no bother like talking phone. to my phone to because phone. I think you think it could be like FaceTime or yeah, something yeah, yeah. I think people know when they yeah. see me oh that's Shada doing her stories like even <laughs> I won't even hold my phone let's say like this way to do yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, a vlog so my YouTube content is lacking that way so I'm going to just have to bite the bullet now and get over the fear even when, when I was in New York and Dublin though I'll 
take out my camera no bother but in Cork sometimes it's a bit like yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. I, yeah the, the, the cameras ca- like I don't even look directly at yeah. <laughs> and we're like 40 watt episodes yeah, yeah. but uh, like that yeah sometimes it's just about yeah. I think doing everyone it. is actually so like okay with talking to their phones now yeah. it's really like you get yeah. over the fear second isn't nature it? almost yeah, like yeah. even if you're not putting up stories it's again FaceTime or talking to your private Instagram or yeah. private Snapchat story or something this is so faster as well like yeah. I have no patience for typing anymore and like constantly sending voice notes or like I know it's just quicker I even find like walking down the street with airpods if I have a hat on if someone yeah. can't see the airpods and the phones in my pocket I'm like no one no yeah, people think you're think talking I'm an to yourself person. that looks <laughs> worse than talking to your phone and then I take out the phone to make it look like yeah, I, yeah. this is what I'm doing and then it's completely losing the fact that yeah. airpods are wireless yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. defeated the purpose I know fantastic um, so Sean if um there's any brands out there listening and they want to get in touch with you where's where's the best place to get in touch um instagram is where you can like see what i do i suppose and a bit of youtube as well don't check out my tiktok because that's just, <laughs> <laughs> that's just funny no one will ever want to work with me if they see my tiktoks it's so funny though again my dad i sent him the pg ones there's some now that are but like probably they shouldn't show my dad but i might have um, some funny ones and i always send them to my like whatsapp yeah. and i remember again i was just in the house one day and i saw him like watching them he's like my biggest fan um, but plain. yeah it's very cute um but it like He's probably only jumping on the bandwagon now, hoping that in a few years' time that um, he'll get like a car off me or something. He's probably doing TikTok dances yeah, already. Yeah, eh? I know. I was like, Dad, please do one with me. We'll go viral and split the money. <laughs> no. But um, no, uh, my email address for like inquiries is Doyleblog at gmail.com. But if you just want to have a look at all my stuff, um, YouTube or Instagram is probably the best place to find me. Perfect. <laughs> and I'll have those in the show notes for anyone listening. Fab. Thanks so much. Shauna, thanks so much for doing the podcast. Thanks so much. That was so fast, wasn't it? <laughs> it's like I have so much more to say. <laughs> I like to stop talking. We'll keep that in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll do the outro now, so we actually will. <laughs> That's been this week's episode of the Digital Marketing Scoop. Woo! Fun. Brilliant. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. Hey everyone, Mark from Click here. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you haven't subscribed already, I'd love for you to go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Type in the Digital Marketing Scoop and subscribe. That way you'll get notified anytime we put up a new episode. Thanks again for listening.